0: Welcome to the NFP Adventure Road Trip Podcast. My name is Clayton, and I am joined by two of my closest friends, Taylor and Julia. We partnered with NFP, and we are on a cross-country road trip where we are tasked to explore what is on the minds of the future workforce. Every one of us holds this uncertainty with the next phase of our lives, and we are discovering how our generation perceives this next chapter. This podcast is directed at students, but it is also directed to employers. We're stopping at colleges and universities along the way as we drive coast-to-coast interviewing students. On this episode, we stop in Columbus, Ohio at Ohio State University, where we sit down with Rob and Juan to talk about their experiences and expectations. Both of these guys are absolute go-getters and communicate their intentions in a way that has reshaped our own perceptions. We left the interview, got breakfast at Buckeye Donuts, and reveled in the sheer energy and quality of the conversation they provided, this series. I know you will enjoy the conversation as we did. And with that, welcome to Ohio State.
1: Um, So I'm Rob DeSalle. Uh, I'm a junior, as is Juan. I'm in the Integrated Business and Engineering program. So it's a group of like 30 kids per class, and half of us major in business, half of us major in engineering, and then you get the opposite minor. So I'm a business major, I'm in information systems, and then I'm
2: minoring in engineering. And then I'm a logistics management major with an engineering minor, like Rob said, and I also added an Italian language minor.
0: And so why did you choose Ohio State and your specific programs?
2: So I had lived in Ohio um, growing up all my life, and I knew I wanted to get out of Ohio. That was my main goal. So I applied to eight schools, seven of them out of state in Ohio State, obviously in state just as my last like backup choice just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully I had a lot of options that I could choose from, but it all kind of went down to the finances of it. So I, I was kind of looking at the final like four schools that I had in mind, and once I knew about this program, this Integrated Business Engineering, I actually was pushed to come to Ohio State for that reason. Um, because I wanted to do both. I wanted to find a way that I could balance both. I never really knew if I wanted to just do business or engineering, so this program made it easy for me. So I ended up choosing Ohio State for that reason, Um, this program as well as some other programs, but basically the opportunities and the education that Ohio State had plus the in-state tuition um, that helped out my family made it really easy to uh, be happy to come here.
1: That's funny because I was kind of the opposite. I applied to eight schools and all of them were in Ohio except for one. I had like a reach school outside, didn't get in there. And then Ohio State was kind of just the best option in state. There's not really anywhere else that I think has a better education for the price. And then same as Juan um, with the program, I found out about it and I was super undecided. And so that kind of like maximized like my ability to not make a firm decision, you know, because I had like the minor in engineering and the business major. So I kind of just went with that.
0: And coming in, what did you expect you wanted to do? Or did you have no idea? And has that changed over the past, I guess, two, three years?
2: Oof. I had no idea. <laughs> no. Um, I still have no idea. But I did have, a little, I have do have a little bit more focus. I knew coming in I wanted to do some type of business, and then I knew that I still wanted to study engineering. That's why it was so confusing for me. But through the past two and a half years of college, I feel like every time I'm in a new class and a new program, I'm hearing from other students, and I'm listening to like what other people want to do with their life and trying to see like okay if they have these skills and they want to do this how do I match up or like what do I want to be doing Um, and I feel like every time I'm joining a new organization I see myself doing like something similar from the organization for example if I'm an event planning committee and then I want to do like okay so my job like how can I be like planning like logistics wise so then I had a logistics internship and that seemed like a possibility for my future and then I went to another organization and saw like consultants and then I was like okay consulting could be very cool so I think to put that all together, my focus shifts by what I've been doing and what I've been learning but it's definitely not something clear now. It's something that just trying to learn as much as I can as I go and, and see how where that takes me in the future.
0: Is there a trend with your program in terms of what people are looking for if there's like a hierarchy of I would love to be able to strive to be this kind of person and like for example like in finance like whether that's investment banking or something like that do you see that with your program or people that you are around?
1: I feel like since it's such a mix, there's one thing that's kind of in the middle is like once i consulting, is kind of like something that a lot of people in our program go towards because you know so much about both fields and it kind of helps out. And it's kind of like business and engineering have a little bit of problem solving mixed in. And so when you put them together, it makes for a person who could be a pretty
2: good consultant. And so I feel like that's kind of where a lot of... I would say like 60... 60- 60% of the program at one point has like considered doing consulting, yeah. like a lot of people want to do that. Why yeah. do you think that is? I think Rob mentioned it well, that when you're, when you're studying both of these, you get the very technical engineering skills, so you know how to do the problem solving, you know how to start from the bottom and build something or have the idea, but with the business side you're learning how to market your ideas or how to um, sell it the best, and, and being being able to intertwine both of these. I think gives you the perfect skills to solve problems in a business case like consulting. Um, right. And I think now with consulting being such a hot trend, it fits perfectly with what we're doing um, and everyone gets excited. So I think when one person starts doing it and you start seeing the crowd, everyone getting into it, then it looks like such a hot industry and everyone starts joining it too.
0: If you could form what you're going to do after graduation, that can be anything. What would it look like? What are your non-negotiables? What do you want them to offer you?
1: Uh, that's that's tough. <laughs> that's um, I think. One thing that I've realized, um, and this is through internships and taking a lot of uh, business classes, is I wanna be somewhere at a company where they're creating something, something, not necessarily a product, but they're they're offering something new to people and something that people can use in their everyday life and benefiting and helping people. I feel like a lot of business jobs are just moving money around, mm-hmm. which is kind of at the core what it is a little bit. Um, and so I think I wanna be somewhere it's creating something for people. A lot of companies that I've been looking at are things like Microsoft, like something that everyone on a daily basis is using—a Microsoft computer or a software or something like that. So, I think somewhere where people are creating things and people are creative and coming up with new ideas—that's that's definitely somewhere where I want to be. One thing that I've realized, um, and this is through internships and taking a lot of uh, business classes, um, is I want to be somewhere at a company where they're creating something, something. Um.
2: I think for myself too, um, a company that really is looking forward and proactive, Um, I think with my internship, we were creating, we were trying to innovate new solutions and I love that. Being able to like start from the root cause, figure out what's wrong and having to create something new to fix it. Um, I don't think I want to be in a job that's like reactive. So every day you're going in and just trying to fix the problems of the day. I feel like at that point you're kind of just stuck in that cycle of making sure the company runs on a day to day basis. And I think that'd be good for experience and building your skill, but I would love to be somewhere where the value is creating something, like you exactly yeah. you said, just creating something new to keep going forward. Um, I think that's like the basis of what the program is. It really leads us to want to be creating. It's like, mm-hmm. you find the problem and you have all the skills to, to do something new. And I think that's what we're excited about. And I think that's why yeah, consulting sure. fits perfectly with that.
0: So what is something that scares you about graduating?
2: Everything. Um, yeah, literally everything I would say for me, I get really scared with not knowing my long term goals. I think i 'm getting like sucked into this idea that I have to work at a company for two years and I have to leave like it 's like the whole thing that you don 't want to work at a company your entire life, you want to start moving around, but i don 't know like if I find a good company like and I want to stay there, like do I stay there, do I have to do new experiences i 'm someone who sees myself in a I think in later on in a managerial role as well and I think now it's like more of a race to see like how quickly can you get into that position rather than like what are the skills that you build up in a long term I I don't want to credit that to our type of lifestyle and I don't want to credit that to a generation thing either but I think you you want to see the results as quickly as possible and I think it's a thing of like instant gratification or as quickly as possible Um, and people want to have that role and that title As fast as they can whereas like my dad's generation they spent 20-30 years building up to where they are now people want that in like 10-12 years Mm -hmm. and so it's for me it's like do I fall into that race like do I want to be joining that race and see how fast I can get up there or do I want to join a company that I feel like prepared with and maybe spend the long 25 years with building up
0: And do you think companies are catering to that or people who are coming into the workforce are trying to change that
2: I think it's definitely disruptive. I don't know if what your ideas are, but I think, so like for example, I interned with um, Procter and Gamble and one of their mechanisms to try to alleviate this is Procter and Gamble is a very traditional company. Um, but what they're, what they're doing is they're being very flexible with being able to change your position every two to three years. So you can stay within the same company and have a different career every two to three years and get kind of best of both worlds because you stay with the company. I think there are companies that are definitely trying to fix that, um, but it's something that they need to get adjusted to because I know that it's a trend with, like, all of us our age, like, wanting to do the same thing. Mm I don't know. Do you agree?
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I feel like you see a lot of people who are trying to just get there as fast as they can, especially our program is very competitive and we're constantly surrounded by people who are like, who can get the best internship this Mm -hmm. summer? Who has the best position? (laughs) Who's, you know... It's just very competitive not that it's in a toxic way because it it all pushes us to be better, but it's it's very
2: you know very competitive I was gonna say i feel like we're we're at this place where everyone is so high achieving that you, that you look at yourself and you're like dang like, I didn't do that yeah. and then you like look around and you're like okay but I'm also surrounded by like the smartest people at the school like I think we're doing pretty like yeah, we're doing okay right. you know what I'm saying yeah. okay, exactly. so given the
0: fact that you are surrounded by other students doing incredible things and different things what is something that you have seen where you've been like I do not want to do that and then where is something where you've been I would love to be able to do that even though it may seem like a huge mm-hmm. reach
1: I feel like the one thing that I value a lot is a work-life balance and I feel like there's a lot of people who are in our program um, not necessarily in our program but the students that we hang out with who you just have to like put your head down and you have to focus on your career like at this point you know you're you're constantly working at like what am I gonna do after college like what is my career gonna be like everything you do revolves around that but then at that point you're not really living in this moment and I feel like if that's the way I would have to f- focus then it's not a career path that I want because I want a, a career path where I can still live my life, I can still have fun in these college years and
2: focus on my career,
1: but it doesn't have to be one or the other. I feel like...
2: I was going to say, too, with with those type of roles, I think one that I wouldn't do and the same thing is I don't know if I'd get into investment banking mm. yeah. for the reason that, like, we just know that, like, we know that you're getting into an 80-hour 80, 80 hour like minimum work week, and that, for me, like... I would love to do that hard work, and I'm someone who I think would push myself to do that work. But I agree; I think I need some time to be like hanging out with yeah. th- things that are important to me, yeah. rather than spending my entire like time working. But I think for that reason, an investment banking internship would be cool because I think I want to get that experience short term and not have like a not full right, career right. in it. Yeah.
0: So like, be able to grind it out, work really hard for three months, and gain those skills, and then kind of apply those skills somewhere else.
2: Yes, exactly, exactly. exactly.
0: Is an industry leading insurance broker and consultant that provides employee benefits, property and casualty, retirement and individual private client solutions through their licensed subsidiaries and affiliates. They are changing the landscape of this industry, which is one of the many reasons why we were so excited to partner with them. They have taught us about their initiatives to adapt to the changing work environment, inspire innovation across different areas in order to establish themselves as thought leaders. It has been an inspiring experience for us, which we know will reflect in the content of this podcast for you. Oftentimes we don't expect companies to extend an arm and start a conversation like this, so we are very lucky. We have seen what they are doing to hire more actively for diversity and inclusion because a diverse workforce is imperative to true innovation and progress. For this episode's mentorship series, I had the pleasure of speaking with Kim Davis, who is the Executive Vice President and Chief HR Officer at NFP and she gave three incredible insights for our listeners. The first one on inspiring to try, she said, it is better for you to try out their ideas and have them fall apart than to stay in your lane and never get anywhere. You won't get to that big aha moment if you don't try to reach for it on getting to know your future employees. Always ask these three questions. One, what do you see your company looking like in three years? Two, how do you think I can help you get there? And three, if I am successful, what kinds of opportunities are available for me to progress? Last one, on joining the right team. She said, join a team where you don't look like everyone else but offer something unique and different, the missing link. Think creatively about how to push boundaries and find a place where that type of creativity is celebrated. So if you enjoyed this, let us know, she's incredible.
3: early on in your career that you'd hope to grow in personally and professionally? I
2: have a, I have a good one for this, I think. I'm going to start from the top and say that in the Midwest, I think an industry or a, a trend that we all have is that schools here in the Midwest really prepare us for corporate roles in big four accounting firms, consulting firms, consumer packaged goods, big industry roles that have, are with companies that have had a lot of experience. Whereas, again, like the Northeast is doing a lot of financial jobs as well. And I think like the very far west and sometimes in the, the, the eastern coast, they're looking at more entrepreneurial roles and like starting their own companies. So I think with Ohio State, a lot of people are looking for those jobs that are with industry, like top big four accounting, all those big firms. So I think I'm kind of in that similar boat right now. But to answer your question, what I hope to grow the most in my company is that I hope I work for a company that values My own ideas outside of the company, and gives me time to like pursue those and foster those. So, for example, being able to work at a company that lets me spend 10% of my time, or 10% is a lot, maybe 5%, working on my own projects that could benefit the company or could just benefit myself, because that's like what's important to me. Um, I think like we're entrepreneurial minded too, Mm -hmm. and so being able to like have that chance to start my own company or start my own thing, but be in I don't know, be working somewhere I think would be would be cool.
1: Yeah. I think it's definitely that, that creativity thing that we were talking about. is, Like Juan was saying, there's a lot of big industry ideas here, but the ideas of out west of uh, being entrepreneurial and maybe being in a company where you have to do multiple roles, you have to be good at multiple things, and you get to learn new skills, that's something that I think is really attractive to me. So being in a position like that where you have the flexibility to do different things, and it's like Juan was saying, where at P&G they let you move around every two years and do different things, that's something that I think is definitely super valuable. So
0: you guys kind of alluded to earlier like being really afraid of graduation. What mm-hmm. comes after?
1: Why is that? I think for me, the main reason is I still feel like I'm a child. You know, I still feel like I'm a kid in the way that I still love to do the things I like to do when I was 12. Um, and so the fact that I could be in a city across the country in two years and not see my family, what but like every Christmas, you know? Um, that's terrifying to me. And the the idea that I have to make decisions now, right now, that will affect the rest of the next 30 years of my life, that's crazy, because you always think that, you know, that time is coming, but it, it kind of has come. It's kind of right now, yeah. so that's kind of terrifying.
2: I would reiterate that. I would also add that I'm scared of the whole, like, not really knowing what's going to happen in my career. Um, like I said, I'm a logistics major, so I love planning everything out. And not being able to plan like what's gonna happen I think is scary, <laughs> I'm just kind of like you know they have to look forward maybe a year or two and then just let the rest come along after but for me that's terrifying. So I don't know like what I'm gonna be doing, I don't know how I'm gonna get there but I do have like those top goals and just being able to figure out how to get towards that is the only thing I can do I think. What
0: Pretty do you scared. want to look forward to? Like what? ideally you're 25, like what is the best part of your life?
2: I think the best part would be being able to finally like fulfill all those like hobbies and goals that I wanted to do that in college I'm like I can't do that I don't have time being able like I I love to be to read some books and like in college can't read anything like I'm a big runner and I want to keep running like marathons and we actually signed up for a marathon that's a month and a half away and none of us have trained so like, cuz we don't have time and it's so, like I want to be running like marathons and have time to do that I want to like have a dog. I don't know, like <laughs> like <laughs> things that like I, I <laughs> <laughs> like things that I just can't do now because yeah. I'm always like in college. It's like you never stop. You're just grinding the mm-hmm. whole day through. Yeah. Um, so more freedom, I guess. A little yeah. bit more freedom and liberty, exactly.
1: And it's weird because yeah, we're this is supposed to be the time where you're the most free of the most freedom, but because there's always something to do, you're kind of we're kind of limited a little bit. You like yeah. fill it up with college
2: things. Yep
0: is there anyone that you look up to like a mentor a teacher a parent um and just kind of describe them a little bit why you look up to them
2: yes i have one that comes right to mind um i won't disclose his name because i'll keep that private but he is 28 years old and he worked at my he worked at parking gamble while i interned there this summer and he has seven years with the company from when he graduated and he's like the epitome of like what I hope to live my life. And what I mean by that is that he his his motto is GSD, which I don't know if I can say it on those podcast, but basically means get stuff done. He grinds super hard. He's such a hard worker, and he stops at nothing to get what he wants to get done. But he super believes in like this work life integration. Like, if you're not enjoying your life, you're not going to be enjoying your work, and it's just going to lead you towards this path of like unhappiness. So, for example, he. Just got a huge promotion recently because he's been working so hard, and he was so happy about that so now, like the past I think three months, he hasn't spent one single weekend where he lives because he's been traveling so much, just like enjoying his life mm-hmm. um, on top of that, he like finds kids like me and mentors us, and I think that's another thing that 's fantastic, like being able to impart that wisdom and just like help us out whatever we, however, he, however he can and he's also someone that's so clear with his goals he knows exactly how he's going to get there Mm -hmm. I think that's something that builds onto me because I I need to be better at that being able to like know the exact steps so he does so many things that I look up to and want to keep building up to so he's fantastic and he's helped me out so much
1: yeah that's a good one Um, I definitely feel like I could pick a lot of mentors I have a lot of family members who I look up to a lot of things like that one thing that I would say this is going off of wands and kind of off track but the fact that this person who is your mentor is so willing to help out that's something i've realized is so much more prevalent than i thought i have a lot of family friends who recently are you know just getting into the workforce and i've been reaching out to them and it, i'm so surprised how willing they are to just have a phone call with me and take my resume and give it to, to their employer you know just how like ready and willing and excited they are to help someone who's like young like me and just looking to find something that I want to do. One cold. piece
0: of advice that, or we're going to, it's two parts, one, one piece of advice you would give your freshman self and then one piece of advice that you want to give yourself at 30. Freshman that. self do is stay
1: it. out the library that much. <laughs> Juan and I, I mean, not necessarily don't do your schoolwork, but Juan and I freshman year would spend probably maybe 40% of our time on campus in the library, like way more than I spent in my dorm, if you include sleeping time, probably also, I mean, we were just always there every single night, and not, I mean, obviously, you have to get your school work done, that's important, but I wish I had realized how important it was to also be having fun, you know, not that we didn't have fun, but to be doing things that I like to do, to explore more hobbies, you know, on weekdays, and so, I don't know, not necessarily work less hard, but just... Find a, find a better balance,
2: yeah. I'll tell my freshman self, and this is something I still struggle with now, is, especially in this environment, is stop comparing myself to other people. Definitely. Um, I think in college it's just the atmosphere of competitiveness, and it's always looking at, like, what that person's doing, or, okay, well, at least that person doing that, so I'm good right now. Um, so being able to tell myself to just not compare myself to people would have been huge freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my advice for myself when I'm 30, whew, I hope that... I get more sleep when i'm 30. (laughs) i hope that i'm getting sleep i'm prioritizing sleep and i hope that i'm prioritizing like my mental health and my physical health more than i'm prioritizing my work
3: Mm. are you all part of any student organizations on campus yes just quite a few this is funny because juan is
1: notoriously known as being in the most student organizations that one person <laughs> could physically manage. He's known as being the guy around campus. You free I'll time. just you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably why I
2: don't have free time. I, and I feel like the reason why, I think I should explain, the reason why is because I learn well in my classes. I like my classes. But I found out very quickly in high school that the place I learn the most is when I'm applying stuff in organizations um, I mean you can join an organization and just be a member but if you join and you have a position like in marketing or if you're doing finance like he's doing in one or anything else that's where you're actually applying skills and it's basically like a free internship without like the pressure of being at a company so I think I realized that quickly in high school and that's what I wanted to do so I joined a lot of organizations knowing that if I apply myself I'm gonna be I'm gonna be learning skills I'm gonna be putting myself with opportunities meeting people that's way above what I'm doing in my classes, which is why I do so many organizations. Now, granted, I did too much, and that's why I don't balance well. So, like, that's why I don't get too much sleep or like get too too much time to like read books or anything. So, I need to balance a little bit better. But so, I joined, for example, I'll mention Ohio Union's activities board. They're an event planning board, and so I've never been in an events committee, but I joined one, and we're planning like the biggest concerts and all the events for campus. And for example, I. I um, applied to be director of data analytics so I got all the data of like all the students that came to our events and then I applied my own twist and wanted to use that data to show how we're not representing students that are like uh, marginalized in our campus. So just being uh, be, being able to add skills like that is something that I could apply to a job because now I have like big data uh, experience. Then I joined um, a professional fraternity called Delta Sigma Pi and in DSP. Brandy. You guys are on DSP? Yeah. Oh. No way. You
3: didn't know this?
1: Brothers. I had no I idea. Didn't know this. Know this. I didn't know this. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. <That's crazy>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so Brothers, I love it. <laughs> are you
3: kidding me? Um,
2: that's awesome. So, yeah, so now I don't have to explain it. You guys know. So I'm in DSP, which is absolutely fantastic. I loved it. Yeah. Um, it's provided me so many experiences and, like, just being able to, like... <laughs> I,
3: well, it makes sense now. All the answers you were saying, we are looking at each other, like, yeah, we yeah. can relate. Yeah. <laughs> now it makes more sense. Are you in DSP, bad. too? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I love it. I love it. Sorry. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, for sure. So DSP, um, I, I started my own organization with some friends just because we found this problem on campus that there's not too many places where students are connecting majors. Everyone like, stays siloed in like, engineering or business. Yeah. So we started this organization trying to, and it's been super hard, I'm not gonna say that we've been very successful, trying to like, get students from different majors to come together and work on problems that are prevalent right now on, on campus, um, between like, architect majors and philosophy majors, anybody that doesn't have the typical business or engineering mm-hmm. being able to come in and, and work on these problems. Um, what else? I'm trying to <laughs> think of I have like, probably like five more. Um, but that's just like a few of them. Yeah. But that's, that's the reason why I joined so many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm in a
1: couple too. Definitely not as many as Juan. But um, I'm on the Student Alumni Council, which has been super fun. I'm the VP of Finance there. And like Juan said, it is kind of like a mini internship where I'm managing a good amount of money. You know, I have to give it out to different programs and stuff like that. Um, and that's been an awesome organization. It focuses on enhancing the student experience and then connecting them with alumni currently and making them want to connect back with students once they're an alumni so it's kind of this you're a buckeye past present and future kind of thing mm-hmm. so that's kind of what that focuses on so that's super fun um i also play club water polo here which i've loved um i played student in high athlete. school uh, student athlete <laughs> you could say that not quite though because it's not you know it's
3: a tough sport
1: though yeah yeah it's definitely tough it's a lot of fun so I'm the vice president there and um that's definitely been something that's been like a stress reliever for me because in high school I always liked having those two hours where you're just working out you know focusing on what is fun for you so that's been super awesome to be able to do that.
0: utterly inspired after this interview
3: oh these guys are great
0: they I one talked about his involvement and how that's been a reflection of the skills and needs that he sought to acquire based out of the needs that were present which i think is an incredible mindset because that in many ways is business right um how you can be adaptable to what you see and find needs in your business environment uh, which is why it seems so important to keep that humbled student mindset and stop reacting um, because you become irrelevant and unable to act and inspire change if you're not constantly looking for what that need is or how we can do more, and just being that student even after you graduate.
3: Clayton, how am <laughs> I supposed to say something after that? You've covered everything. <laughs> they were great, but now I don't know what to say. I'm on the. I mean, I do like how, you know, you're constantly. You know, the learning doesn't end after you graduate college. You're still trying to figure out ways to improve your your life, your your work. Um, environment, your career, your future and these kids they want to add value in whatever future career they decide to go to. They want to see tangible results they want to be creative they don't want that creative spirit to die after they graduate and I love that because if you stay, if you keep that mindset it'll, it'll take you a long way.
0: Totally and it's cool too because they talked about how they're influenced by other students and what they see is kind of what their perspective of opportunity or what's possible is and that they kind of compare themselves even though it's they're doing their own thing they still have this environment of students that are pushing them to do more and do better and it's really important for employers to know that too that students are influenced highly by each other right
3: they are they are he even mentioned um the common career path after they graduate is consulting i really liked their business engineering program how you can major in one and minor in the other
0: I love the aspect of pairing two skills together, how to do the thing, engineering, and how to make the thing happen in business. And they're receiving sources of knowledge and input from both sides, which is the perfect balance with them being such great problem solvers.
3: Yeah, and I also liked when he mentioned his internship at Procter & Gamble. I liked the idea of he said that the company allowed for people to move laterally within the company after two to three years, which allows their employees to have exposure in other areas of the company, and I, I think that uh, that helps employees not get burned out. I think it helps the creative mind, which is what, that's what he's all about. I would really like it if more companies started to go that route.
0: I agree, and Rob explained work-life balance in such a great way. It wasn't about working hard and having free time, it's looking at the grind as a lifestyle, and then that's either appealing or unappealing, and you decide what you want that to look like. It's it's become such a millennial and Gen Z buzzword. but there is an aspect of looking at what your, what your lifestyle would be like.
3: Yeah, I agree.
0: And they both talked about how hard they want to work in their internships to be able to see, you know, what pace they want to go and how they can really show what they can do in that internship setting, which maybe companies should take advantage of that and say, you know what, let's give them more responsibility. Let's add more value with our internship program. They're students with so much energy. Let's use it, you know?
3: Yeah, these guys are very industrious. They're going to be... The future is bright for them. Absolutely. They're going to be very successful. Absolutely. I love this interview so much.
0: I did too. And there's so much about understanding pace change and what they want and freedom and structure and healthy comparison and I just I learned so much from this interview as a whole and it's been amazing.